This is a City of Crestview podcast. Welcome to Season 2 of Civic View. My name is Chance Levins and I'm your digital media specialist here at the City of Crestview. The goal of Civic View is to keep our citizens informed and entertained while maintaining a sense of transparency between you and your local government. And here at City Hall and all across the city, we value that communication as well as civic engagement, and we hope this podcast will continue to be a source of both. So let's get started. Hello, Crestview, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Civic View. Um, I always appreciate everyone that tunes in on the radio or listens to the podcast uh, digitally. Um, i you know, it's a mission of mine to make sure uh, everyone around here stays informed as to what's going on. So speaking of staying informed and being informed, um, today's episode in probably the next two episodes are going to be related to uh, hurricane season and hurricane preparedness. And to talk about that today, I have with me April Sarver, who is the PIO for the, uh, well, for Okaloosa County. So I want to say, April, thank you for joining me today. Chance, thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Um, so first of all, before we get too far into the weeds on the hurricane stuff, I want you to give me a good description of what a PIO is. PIO. So that is another word for an informer. I um, My job is to keep Okaloosa County informed of all of the different um Uh, projects and departments and work with our municipalities like the city of Crestview to make sure the city citizens know what's happening in our county. Okay. So uh, let's, so for instance, when we have a hurricane and information needs to get out uh, to the public, you're the one that acts as that voice and that message writer and deliver. Yep, I am that voice. I work with our um, public safety director, Patrick Maddox, uh, Chief Michael Schwartz. We make sure that we're getting all of the most accurate and timely information from National Weather Service. And we share that information with our social media audience. We work with our local media and we have some really cool tools to make sure um, that our citizens can get that info by subscribing to text message alerts, email alerts, phone calls. Okay. Uh, the way they would sign up for those is that uh, through the website, myokaloosa.com, right? You can find it there. Uh, there's a shortcut. If oh. you go to alertokaloosa.com, you'll find a link so that you can sign up directly there. And that alertokaloosa.com is a little bit different from myokaloosa. Myokaloosa is going to keep you prepared in advance, and it's going to help you to be sure that you you know what to do during the recovery stage of a hurricane. But when you go to myokaloosa.com, you're going to find the current conditions and uh, not just during a storm, you're going to find those current conditions uh, all year long. What's going on at our beaches? Uh, what's going on in our waterways? What are the flag conditions? What are the weather conditions? Okay, so it's just a good way to kind of stay um, connected to some of the... Uh, happenings as far as things is it always emergency related or it's not always um so that website is not always emergency related but it is always current condition related so it's going to tell you what the weather's like what the tides are like what the river levels are like but on that page there's a link that says sign up for local alerts and those local alerts are emergency related and it's really important to sign up for those okay and that one is alertokaloosa.com yes okay 
Cool. And uh, all right, so we covered a little bit about that. You know, we know you are a uh, PIO uh, as, um, and that is that was a good an informer is a good one to put that. Not an informant, an <laughs> informer. Um, and uh, that's that's absolutely correct. You know, it's part of what I do too, and making sure people uh, know what's going on and make can make good decisions when they need to make those decisions. So speaking of that, you know, uh, I I invited you here today, uh, and I appreciate you being here um, to go over uh, this really cool thing that you worked really hard on. I'm sure it looks like it, uh, which is the 2021 um, Okaloosa County Hurricane Guide. And uh, so why don't you kind of give me a brief description of what exactly is this uh, wonderful um, print and digital available guide that I have here in my hand? Yes. The Okaloosa County Hurricane Guide is an annual publication that our department puts out. It is on our website. And like Chance said, we do have it um, on, uh, we, we will have some print available. We don't have them yet. They should be in within the next week or so. And okay, I got one. <laughs> you have you have the draft. <laughs> it has a page number on the back cover. The oh, next ones will not have a page. Do I get to go through page. here with my red pen and like mark stuff out and email you about it? No, I'm sorry. So yeah, you've got the draft. Um, we have the final version coming out within the next week or so, but you can download it directly to your computer um, from myoglusa.com. And the way that we have this guide laid out is, um, you know, it gives you a brief introduction of what it's like to live here in Northwest Florida and how important it is to be informed of the hurricane conditions, weather conditions, and, and how important it is to prepare in advance. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we definitely want you to prepare, but don't panic. Right. Right. And so that you don't panic. We have this guide put together. We have, um, um, and some hurricane category information, just some some info that you might not be used to if you're new to the area. If you are, um, you know, a veteran like myself to Northwest Florida, and and like you are, we know that uh, there's a big difference between a tropical storm, big difference in the impact, and between a tropical storm, a Category One, and what we saw with Michael over there further east, Hurricane Michael. With the category four turning to a category five, it's, yeah. it's catastrophic. Um, but we also know, you know, earlier this year we've had some, we've had a heck of a rainstorm here and there. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a named storm to cause some major flooding. So this guide goes into some of that education of what to expect weather-wise. Um, gives you some good important phone numbers so that you can check the status of what's going on in the area. There's a citizen information line. Um, phone numbers for um, uh, for the county, uh, Department of Health. You know, you never know what you're going to need during a storm, and you may not have electricity, you may not have Wi-Fi to be able to look that up, so we want to make sure that you have it. Uh, we've got checklists so that you can be sure to have a good first aid kit up front. Make sure you always have plenty of bottled water. Your vehicles are gassed up. Make sure you've got those uh, non-perishables. So it's got a checklist of everything you can purchase in advance to make sure that you have it. Make a difficult situation a little more comfortable. Yeah, I mean, I see I see here you've got uh, what to do when a warning is issued. Uh, yeah. And what to do when you're at five days ahead of the storm, which is when you should 
probably start if you haven't started preparing that's probably a good idea i okay just I, keep in mind everybody's going to be preparing yeah, at that I, time I was gonna say, so let me <laughs> let me share a little story of what chance does so what chance does is once they officially hit the gulf of mexico i go all right what direction does it kind of say it's going in and then you will see me if i haven't done it already buying some canned goods you know, I might go fill a gas can up. I don't run a generator personally, but I do make sure we have some gas for the vehicles, you know, fill the cars up, fill the truck up, make sure I got the pet food, you know, got my go bag ready, all that kind of stuff. And there's, there's been a couple times I've done that and the storm didn't come and that's okay. That's, that's, I'm not upset that there's extra ravioli in my cabinet. That's right. <laughs> because like you said, I am a veteran of this area. I've been through some of those where I went two weeks with no power. So, um, but you know, the important thing to do is not to wait until the day before and then go, oh my gosh, okay, now what do I do? You know, because once you get in that situation, it's going to be hard to find supplies. Um, yeah. The roads are going to kind of be crazy if people are evacuating. And for some people, especially some of our military, they get mandatory evacuation orders and they, they're told to leave, yeah. told to go somewhere else. And so this this idea that, you know, you've got this, you know, what do I do a couple weeks before, a few days before, mm-hmm. you know, the final check, I think that's that's really great. And I also see that you've got, you know, like you said, some after, you know, uh, things like what happens afterwards, right. and generator safety. There's some really, really good stuff in here. So good information in there. If I want to download it, I go to My Okaloosa. Mm-hmm. And then you've got, well, like a link on the front yes. page. So right up top of MyOkaloosa.com, there is a hurricane preparedness um, tab. You'll just click on that tab. You don't even have to. There's not even a drop down list. You, we've made it really simple, especially this time of year. Um, click on that link and it's going to take you to our emergency management page. And on that page, you're going to find a direct link to download that hurricane guide. It's important to download it to your computer or maybe even print it because, like I said, during a storm, you're, you're probably not going to have Wi-Fi. Okay. And so if you download it to your computer and save it or to your mobile device, then you're going to have that when you most need it. Um, there's, there's some additional resources on that emergency management page on that website that, um, that can help you to prepare for the storm as well so that you know the evacuation routes and where the shelters are if you should need something like that. Yeah, that, that was one of the other ones I saw in there was the thing about the shelters because that can get <clears throat> that can get really important for some people, you know, if they live in low-lying areas or places where potential storm surge, which of course the north end of the county, we don't really have to deal with the storm surge, but we do have a lot of people that live near the rivers and things like that. And that water starts rising. It starts rising fast. It and does. So you kind of get, you know, you kind of need to, to get out of there. And then I think probably, you know, most of anyone that's going to hear this mostly is going to remember our wonderful rainy uh, storm that we had uh, last year that turned Crestview into an island, that being Hurricane Sally. And, um, you know, one of the things we kept that you guys pushed a lot that we pushed a lot was the, you know, turn around, don't drown, you yes. know, obviously don't, don't drive through moving water, standing water and, you know, don't cross a bridge. If there's water on the bridge, you do not need to go. You don't got to go wherever you think no, you need to go. That it only bad. takes a couple of inches of water to sweep your vehicle. Yeah. It's, it is absolutely, you know, just Google it. If you're not <laughs> sure, just Google it, you know, and you'll find it real quick. You'll be like, oh, wow. Yeah. That was a whole truck that just got moved by what looked like two inches of water. Um, so, so we got some great resources. I was going to ask you up saying computer, but yeah, you can, so you can download it for your smartphone or a tablet or anything like that. So, um, printing it probably is a good idea as, or at least maybe if you don't want to print the whole thing, there's probably some sections like the checklist and things yeah. like that. Um, so, 
so we've covered that pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got that guide. I always make sure um, on our social media and things like that and on our website, we have a section that links people. I might need to update that since it looks like you've kind of updated that yes. a little bit as well. Um to keep people going there. Uh, also, like we, like you said, there it will be in some physical locations. So if you're new to the area and you need to go in and get your driver's license or your tag renewed, uh, there'll be some at what's called the Bracken Building here in town or tax collector's office. And then the uh, your the county building that's here on 85. Yes. Um, well, actually, April promised me that I could have a few to put here at City Hall. We well. will. We will so make sure you do have I some. I might actually take those over to the library instead. But... Um, Either way, you know, there's there's a way to get those resources, a way to get that information, which is awesome. And I, I appreciate, you know, you guys doing that, Okaloosa County, and the time that you take uh, to put that together. Because uh, I think it's helpful even for people, even for us that are vets, yeah. sometimes it's helpful to have that. Because sometimes you just get in a situation where you're like, you know, did I forget something? Or, you know, maybe it's your first time as an adult. You may be, you know, you may be a veteran, but it's your first time on your own as mm-hmm. an adult to have to deal with one of these things. It can be a little scary and overwhelming. So, you know, what do I do? Do I evacuate? Do I stay? You know, things like that. You know, one thing that um, that I found this year that I hadn't noticed in previous years of how important it is to clean out your gutters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> That's and, kind of an adult thing, right? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I can think of the little sprout I got growing out of one of mine. I, so have I really one too. need to do that. <laughs> no, yeah. So now we'll say this: it's it's not it when the storms in the Gulf and it's coming. Then's not the time to cut down limbs and clean out your gutters because we, you know, that stuff sits by the side of the road. Then it clogs up the storm drains, and then we got a Correct. whole another issue on our hands. So what you will always see from the city of Crestview when we think a storm's coming is, "Hey man, please don't pile that stuff by the side of the road right now." Exactly. <laughs> so it's we can just get gonna- that around everywhere yep you don't you don't need objects flying through the air you know we don't need uh your road flooding because the storm drains clogged you know those kinds of things uh okay so so we talked about a few of those things and and then you actually showed me something kind of neat uh was uh, a time you guys have with your um gis mapping and and the evacuations are out so you can go on to your website and then you go to that emergency page right yes and then you can actually just put your address in and it will give you uh, your evacuation, evacu- excuse me, your zones, and then you can also get a route, right? Yep, it'll give you your evacuation zone, um, routes, shelters near you. Uh, it's it's really it's direct directly linked to our GIS mapping, and so it's uh, super personalized. Just put your address in there, and it'll tell you what you know what's near you and how and how to escape the path of the storm. Okay, um, so. We're in about the middle of the uh, episode here, so I'm gonna I'm gonna shift it a little bit because, um, like I said, I sometimes what I try to do is try to spend a little time introducing our community to the people that I have on because I think that's important. So people can put a name to a face and they can kind of trust the people they're getting their information from, things like that in some situations, or just kind of get to know people. So uh, I'm gonna it's gonna feel like a real good shift for you guys, but mm-hmm. it, it'll it'll relate. So. Um, You've been doing this type of stuff, right? Public information type stuff and things like that. That's pretty much your background, right? You. That's my background. Um, I guess since since two thousand, probably two thousand eleven. Um, I've been doing, um, you know, some some marketing, PR, some public information, uh, most uh, often for the tourism industry, um, and kind of. Uh, made the switch over to government a few years ago. And, um, you know, it's, it's nice to make that shift uh, from talking to those who want to come here 
to those who already live here and enjoy it and love it and to keep them informed. Yeah. I, I, uh, I think, you know, I haven't had an opportunity to do it in the private sector yet, but I, I don't know that I want to, honestly, I know that's part there's some people that are like, you're crazy. I can't believe you'd say that, but no, uh, I feel like, I feel like this is really what, what we do is really here for, right? Because we're we're trying to keep people informed and make sure that they, like we talked about before, they they got someone they can rely on, they understand where they can go to get that information, and they trust that yeah. source. So being yeah. able to deliver that is something that I really enjoy. Meaningful. Now, I, I so you you did say you're a veteran. You mentioned that of the area. Of sorry, the not, area. Not of the, did you serve in the military? No, I did okay, not. I didn't either. So, but I always <laughs> want to make sure I, you know, if someone yes. has, I, you know. I appreciate everyone that has served and, and does serve. Um, so you are, um, you're from Okaloosa County, but you're from the Southern part of Okaloosa County. I'm from the Southern part. That's yes. okay. I won't Born and it. raised. I won't in hold it against you too much. Now you did tell me that you went to Choctaw. Is that right? Yeah. I went to the CHS. Oh, the CHS. So y'all are going to hear this. No, listen here. Bulldogs are the only CHS, right? Yeah, I'm not going to be on a Crestview radio like station. I, I, let that in, one slide. I feel like I am in bulldog country yeah, here. Yeah, you so. are definitely in bulldog country. <laughs> I'll uh, tread lightly. That's okay. I um, do have a lot of bulldog friends. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Uh, um, so, yeah, and you're also a UWF alumni. Is that correct? I am, yeah. All right, University of West Florida. Woo, go Argos. Woo. Me too. Super excited. Yes. Um, national champions two years ago. That's, that's kind of a big deal. That's a huge yeah. uh, that's a huge jump for UWF. Yeah, I think it's that, great. Program's been around four years, five yeah. years at the most, I think. So it's yeah, it's pretty new. exciting. Maybe mm-hmm. in another five years we'll have a stadium and I can go be one of those old guys that's like, Y'all don't remember what it was like back in the day. Oh oh definitely. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, okay, so so we got a little information on you. That that's good to know. So when you tell me then, hey, there's a storm coming. I, I trust what you got to say because I'm like, April's been through some. You know been- what? I have. I've been through this. Um, not to date myself, but I was <laughs> here. <okay. laughs> I was here during Hurricane Opal. I was in high school still. Um, I remember, you know, I remember how that went. Um, you know, a lot of times people think uh, I'm not directly on the coast. And so this hurricane's not going to affect me as much. Well, I think we could see after Hurricane Michael that that's not necessarily the case. That was definitely an onshore event over to the east of us. But during Hurricane Opal, uh, I was, you know, 16 years old in a vehicle with my mom when we thought the storm wasn't coming our way, found out in the middle of the night it was, and we evacuated through Crestview. That was the, I think that's the first, that's might be the only time I've evacuated. It's the only time I have. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we barely missed tornadoes that were passing by uh by people on the road so it's really important um to prepare in advance that was you know kind of before debit cards uh you know nothing was open there was no Mm -hmm. way to get gas there's no way to get food on the way out because you know most people weren't prepared then and we have so many opportunities now to prepare in advance so that we don't end up in a situation where we're sitting on um you know highway 85 with everyone else hoping that the tornado that you can see that the path had gone through the woods hoping that it has gone the other way and there's not another one behind it wow yeah, yeah. no that's so <laughs> we evacuated for that one also and by we i mean my dad m- myself my stepbrother and my um my little brother at the time who was very very young he was in a car seat we were in a 
single seat bench seat Ford Ranger stuck in gridlock traffic on the interstate trying to get to Valdosta where I had some family. And uh, because we waited until I think probably about 20 hours before landfall or something like that, you know, that one was because Opal did a, a weird thing and it, it, it made this like kind of like weird hook and people weren't 100% sure what was going to yeah. happen. So that one was uh, that one was wild. And then Ivan, um, Boy, I stayed for that one, and uh, I told myself, I don't think I'm going to stay for a Cat 4 ever again, because like you said, it doesn't matter if you're on the coast or not. You know, when you, I remember being in the house and, you know, got the windows boarded up and all that, and a big, big live oak down in the bottom half of our yard, a branch the size of an entire tree fell out of this thing, and didn't know where it was, didn't know what happened. Is there a tree falling on my house right now? You know, I mean, that was a, it was kind of frightening. Like, I understand People don't want to leave because they're worried about looting, yeah. damage, things like that. But at the same time, I think we lose sight because we spend so much time looking at one of these storms from like a, from a Doppler sense that it's like, you know, it's hard for us to kind of really understand what 140 mile an hour sustained winds are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it definitely becomes more of a reality and we did the same for Ivan. We could, we didn't live, uh, you know, we live a couple of miles from the, from the, uh, from the sound at that time. And we could hear waves crashing in the middle of the night. And that was a time where um, we weren't necessarily in an evacuation zone. It wasn't a mandatory evacuation zone, but I did wish that I had left yeah, and, and during that time, yeah. because it, again, once it becomes real, um, it's too late. And so you have to decide ahead of time to keep your family safe, secure your property, keep your family safe and 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 go. Um, you know, then you're you're without electricity possibly for a few days to a week and it's it's not comfortable. <laughs> and no. then the cleanup begins. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just it's work. I mean, that's it what is. it is. And I remember after having a I had a job at the time that I wasn't super excited about, but they had air conditioning. Oh, oh, <laughs> so it became like, a you know what? much better place. <laughs> After a couple of days, I was like, I think I'm going to go into work anyways. They told me I could stay home and help clean up, but there's air conditioning at work. So I think I might go in there. My, um, my favorite food talking about non-perishables my favorite food after hurricane ivan was definitely perishable it was ice (laughs) (laughs) if we could get our hands on ice it was it was a good day (laughs) see that okay so you got me there so what i usually do which i don't know how many of these if you listen to any of these how many you listen to beforehand i usually try to grab a i usually try to come up with a question in the middle of this that i throw at somebody without preparing them for whatsoever and so i was actually going to ask you like what's your what's your comfort for after the storm (laughs) You know, so give me, and then I, that's a good one. That's a good one to have. Whether you're like, you know, whether you're doing the double, uh, double ice chest. You know, this mm-hmm. one's got our meats and things like that, so we keep the extra ice, and then this one's got our leftover ice, so we keep our refrigerator. You know, it's it's a whole it's a Florida system we got. You yeah. know, it's a it's oh. a only unique to dealing with those storms for Definitely. sure. I have a freezer right now that's packed full of. Uh, milk bottles and plastic water bottles that I've all frozen, you know, and they're just, I mean, taking up like two thirds in a freezer, but I'm like, I'm going to have ice now. I'm going to have me some ice (laughs) if I need it, you know? Um, So we got a couple more minutes here. So before we go, I I do want to mention this too. So if you, if you do choose to stay or if, 
if you don't feel like the storm's as bad as it might be, you you guys work really hard. I mean, we do too here at the city, but you guys work really hard also from the uh, emergency command center, the yes. OC, mm-hmm. uh, during the storm. And I know you, you guys get really active on social media and things like that. So w- where can people find you on social media? Um, so you'll find us on Facebook. You'll find us on Instagram, Twitter, Nextdoor. I would say of all of those channels, following us on Facebook, following Okaloosa County on Facebook is going to get you the most timely information. Um, We're always going to post it there first. We also keep, if we activate um, the EOC, like say we're we're expecting um, a direct hit from a storm, we do have a homepage takeover. And so on myokalusa.com, you'll be able to see all of the updates um, in real time. But Facebook, I would say, most important. Yeah, I think that I sometimes people go, why do you use Facebook so much at the city? But it's because that's where the majority of the people that yeah. stay connected with us find us. So yeah. it's it's Same. one of the easier places to do it. I know through through Hurricane Sally, um we were talking about that a little bit before this we were both working really hard, a lot of long hours. Yes. Um <clears throat> I don't know. You guys were at the time. It was, it was Chris, uh, and he was the star buddy oh, through that yeah. storm. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was going Facebook Live through all hours of the night. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna. Uh, I don't know if you want to look at me Facebook Live in the middle of the night. <laughs> After you've been at it for 13 hours straight, no one would have wanted to look at me, buddy. I'm telling you, I was red eyed and tired because I'd been in front of a computer for, oh. I mean, nonstop in a in a cell phone. Um, but actually, honestly, that was kind of one of the moments where I was like, I, I really do think this is one of the things I want to do because I, it was, um, man, it was exciting. Yeah. Really let me was. tell you the the EOC, um, we have it set up so that we can have all agencies in one place. Like you think you can do, you can do everything remote, right? You can yeah. do a lot of things remote, but when you have Gulf power and you have, um, uh, Okaloosa County's emergency management and you've got Okaloosa water and sewer and you've got um, the sheriff's department you've got the media you have everybody there in their little pods and you can walk over and find out an update and share it with your audience it's it does add some some major value and that building can withstand um, category five hurricane winds and would remain uh, powered up so that we can get those updates to everyone to where, you know, if we're working remote, we're probably not going to have any Wi-Fi. Yeah. But when we're working there, we will. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, that, that's what I was going to say that the EOC is good because it'll, it, it's a protected, hardened area where you guys can maintain your communication and keep getting it out. And I mean, obviously we hit a, at a certain point where if it's bad enough where, you know, no, the police cannot come out to help you. It does and, get that way. Yeah. You know, no, the fire department can't come out and the EMS can't come out, you know, for, for a while, mm-hmm. you know, and then we get back to a scenario where we get a little bit more stable and we can have that happen. Um, ideally, you're prepared and maybe you evacuate yes. <laughs> or get to a shelter and you don't necessarily have to be in one of those scenarios. Um, so so I, I was just gonna, I was gonna, just going to tease you about that a little bit, you know, whether we were going to see you on uh, as much as we saw Chris. I don't know. <laughs> I don't make, know. You can make Nick your, your, uh, your new, uh, I don't know what his title is, but hey, I've our, seen him our, in videos our coordinator, now. Yeah, yeah. our uh, <laughs> communication coordinator. Maybe, yeah, he might be better at the uh, middle of the night. I, I'm a morning person. I could probably get up at... 
four o'clock in the morning and everything's going to be, but if you try, you know, it's not going to be pretty at, at midnight. <laughs> at, at midnight, um, Cinderella needs to find her way home. <laughs> All righty. Okay. Uh, April, I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to come, come up to city hall and, and, you know, give us some information, some really good information on, on hurricane stuff and to, you know, share a little bit about yourself as well. I really appreciate you coming in and doing that. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity to do so. Um, you know, we like talking to everybody in the county and um, this is a great opportunity for us to be able to reach out to our Crestview friends and make sure that everybody's prepared. Absolutely. All right. And as always, Crestview, thank you for listening and uh, we'll get you on the next one. Thank you. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Civic View. You can hear new episodes every Friday on Spotify, Pandora, Amazon, Audible, Podbean, iHeartRadio, and on our website at www.cityofcrestview.org. Civic View is a public affairs program produced and recorded right here at City Hall and is also featured Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. on WAAZ-FM and WJSB-AM. Our music is recorded, produced, and performed by Scott Holmes, and you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at City of Crestview. And with that, I'll say be safe, Crestview, and I'll catch you next time.